Hello, this is Nikki, Mindset and Life Coach, and you are listening to the Mind House Ball Podcast, where we are on a mission to normalize normal conversations, get comfortable with our mental health, and provide space for growth, learning, and empowerment. Thank you for joining us, and I'm so glad you are here. In this conversation, myself and Natalia talk about her experience with her diagnosis. And we really wanted to record this conversation just because she's felt that she wasn't able to express how she's really feeling in regards to her diagnosis and what that would mean for her vulnerability in her work and all of the people that she works with. And there were so many concerns, there were so many mental challenges that Natalia had to go through in order for her to share this story. So this conversation is so powerful. I'm so proud of Natalia for sharing this information and allowing me to share this story with you guys. Um, If you really enjoy this podcast or if you feel like anybody else would benefit from this, please share us on your Instagrams, tag us, tag myself and Natalia, and don't forget to leave us a review. Hi guys, welcome back to the podcast. So I am so, so, so excited about today's conversation. Um, So we've got Natalia here. Um, I'm going to pass straight over to Natalia for a little introduction. Hey guys, my name is Natalia Ankara and yeah, um, actually my background, um, my family is a little bit <laughs> all over the place. <laughs> my, um, my mom, she lives in Australia, in Adelaide. My brother is in Australian army in Darwin. My father is in Poland. And I was actually born in Poland, in Europe. So I moved to Australia five years ago and I decided to stay on <laughs> living on the beautiful Gold Coast. Um, so myself and Natalia met on Instagram. Um, I think I contacted you and um, you've got an amazing, beautiful Instagram. Natalia's a photographer and um, a model and she's got so many gorgeous pictures on there um and I was like I really need to work with this girl somehow some way we need to work together and then um I think I messaged you right and then we started to chat and we got on a zoom call and it just it just blows me away every time this happens because we started to chat on zoom and I just thought you know um this is just going to be a really normal chat. You was going to tell me like where you were with everything and what you needed help with. And then you told me something really big, right? And I was like, whoa, like this is a big deal. And you was basically saying, you know, you had this something that you wanted to share and you wasn't really sure how to share it or what the method was that you wanted to do, but you wanted to. Um, so I'm not going to share, I'm not going to say anything else. I'm just going to pass it straight over to you. Um, And this is going to be probably one of the first times that you've talked about this. Um, So yeah, I'm just going to pass it straight over back to you, babe. Where where did this all start for you and, and what's going on? Yeah, so I will start with like, yeah, I'm super happy that I met you <laughs> because you gave me that push to actually go for it and start talking about it. And I, will, I wanted to talk about it for a long time, actually long, long time, but I was always like pushing that for later, later. It's easy to push things for later. Yeah, manana, manana. <laughs> yeah, 
but thanks to you, actually, I was like, yeah, okay, I, I will go for it. So, yeah. Um, so, I was living a beautiful life on the Gold Coast. I, of course, I had issues with daily, daily troubles as everyone else. And then, just one not that beautiful day, <laughs> um, I went actually on a, on a trip, which was beautiful, but... Um, Actually, it was funny because I was climbing a palm tree, which is funny. Uh, as a child, <laughs> I was growing up with my brother and we we're always climbing trees. So when I saw that beautiful palm tree, I had to kind of climb it. <laughs> and, and actually, I had an accident. I lost my balance and yeah, I, I hit the ground with my bam bam. And I had some issues walking, big issues walking. And I went to a doctor, like I didn't go to a doctor actually because I was... I'm one of those people who are like, ah, it will be okay. It's just like, I hit my, my bam bam. But then my mom, of course, she saw it and she's like, Natalia, something is strange. Just go to the doctor. I'm like, mom, no, it's, it's gonna be okay. And then of course I went to the doctor and, and my doctor said, something is wrong. You have to go to emergency right now. And I'm like, what? Is that a joke? <laughs> And then, of course, I had to go to the emergency and they did a CT scan of my brain and, and it was still, <laughs> and it's okay. That, yeah, and they said that they found something and I'm like, what? <laughs> like, so I'm like, I have that normal kind of careless life. <laughs> and then the next day, everything just turns, you know, to a horror. <laughs> And yeah, um, so by then they didn't know what's happening. They just knew that I have something on my brain, in my brain. <laughs> and yeah, I had to actually go to, uh, it was actually around Christmas time. So on Thursday of Christmas, I, I had like a feeling I have to go to the hospital and like find out what, what actually is happening. And yeah, and it turned out that I have multiple sclerosis. <laughs> so the fact that actually I lost balance was obviously because of MS. And yeah, um, my mom, she gave me straight away this beautiful necklace that she was wearing. She was so happy oh. to necklace from Swarovski. <laughs> oh, this is love. She, love, yeah, she got it for herself. And when she found out, she gave me that necklace straight away. <laughs> and yeah we were like crying and talking and we were like oh gosh that that's really bad <laughs> yeah. so but to be honest like um even though it was terrifying um after a few months uh, i realized that it was actually for for the best because thanks to the fact that um i was diagnosed with ms i I went through such a huge <laughs> shakeup, I guess. Um, I was able to, actually before I was diagnosed, I was in a toxic relationship and pretty much I was going through lots of fights all the time. Almost every day I was crying and I wasn't happy. So thanks to, thanks to MS, I finally I had the, strength to wake up and tell myself to move on you know so pretty much i left everything 
with my ex, I literally left him everything, all my money, everything. I just packed my bags. <laughs> and funny enough, I went to Bali. <laughs> so, Bali. Yeah, Bali. So <laughs> after eight years of a relationship, because we were together for eight, since like eight years. And the past three years, they were really, really bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when I went to, I went to Bali mostly because I left all the money with my ex. So I'm like, well, I have to be on my own. I don't want to just go to my mom and sit with her. <laughs> and I don't have the money to rent a place on my own in Australia. <laughs> so I'm like, I will go to Bali <laughs> because everyone has the money to go to Bali. <laughs> Even when you are poor. <laughs> so I, I just needed the time to myself and Actually, that was like the best decision ever because I spent amazing time in Bali just focusing on myself, getting to know myself and how it is being on my own because after eight years in a relationship, you don't really know how to be on your own. (laughs) Totally. Yeah. And yeah, pretty much that's my story. (laughs) You are honestly one of the bravest people that I think I've spoken to because I just I I, it blows my mind that you have all of this going on but you're still so able to be like you know so career focused just so focused with everything that you're doing and and everything just seems so effortless to you um you know like it just seems like it could just comes really natural and just before this call we was talking um, just before we started to record and you were saying how um, you know you want to stay in a really positive frame of mind and it's just I, I'm just so excited for people to hear about your story and how you've just taken it all in your stride Well, that's at least how it looks from the outside um, and just for other people to ha- be able to look up to you and just you know they can see that life throws us these absolute curveballs but how can we turn these into a positive yeah don't take me wrong i still like a few months back even (laughs) the days like not days actually that's the that's the trick like (sighs) during the day i can be positive and happy and i know everything was gonna be fine but the worst thing is when you wake up at night and you start to think about everything and then when it hits you for a while and like i i still had a few weeks few months back I had nights where I was just crying because I'm like oh that sucks <laughs> yeah but and it does it does suck yeah but what what you have to do is just like try to go to sleep as hard as possible just turn on like for me always works I'm turning on like Ted's like talk or like some kind of motivational speeches like headphones on <laughs> in my ears and just like don't think about it because I know every day I wake up in the morning and I'm super positive and I'm starting a new day, you know, and I will do best I can to have amazing day, just crush another day, you know? <laughs> yeah, you are, inc- you are amazing. The way that you just handle it all is brilliant. And as I said, it do- it's like, it's a process. I'm sorry. It's a process because it like it didn't go, go for sure, like oh, day to day, like mm. from day to day, I find out I have a mess and it crushed me, but it's a long kind of process to finally feel like it's something actually good that happened to you, you know? How, so how long ago was it that you got the diagnosis? Uh, 2018 um, March, I think. Okay, so just over two years ago, right? Yeah. 
around that and you've only told a handful of people yeah i usually don't like to tell people because people they don't even understand i i would tell them like it, like it's a struggle to tell someone like what i'm going through because for example my friends they want to catch up and do some crazy things i'm like i can't because like literally i don't have the energy or like i can't walk or stuff like this and and like for example it takes so much energy to tell someone because it takes a lot for me to say mm. someone and then the response is like oh okay i hope you feel better soon i'm like it's a mess <laughs> you're not yeah. finished <laughs> so anytime soon <laughs> so so what is ms can you explain to people who are listening who might not know what it is okay, it's a immune system attacking the nerve system Sorry. yeah the nerves so okay. the nerves are inside the coating the same like a charger and when the system is attacking the code the nerves are exposed and then when there's inflammation uh you stop just out of nowhere you may stop seeing you you will go blind or you may just wake up and not be able to walk anymore you know it's mm -hmm. just the most crazy disability <laughs> it's like you never know what's going to be wrong with you the next day like i had issues like i wasn't able to walk for three months and that was terrifying to wake up every day just trying to move in your toes and they're just dead you know and it could be like anything i also had issue like my eye stopped moving at all like i had like a dead eye which was terrifying because i couldn't even function like when your eye stops you actually have double vision mm. you look like a crazy person as well <laughs> but my friends were laughing at me because i was looking so funny but actually the thing is you can't even cross the street because everything is double and triple whatever you can't even see if there's a car coming or the this two cars coming or the car is just yeah. on the side of the road it's just crazy and the thing is wow. like most terrifying thing is that you don't you have it like you, for example you can't walk and you're like oh my gosh is it going to be normal ever again like mm. you know it's like you never know if it's going to go away if it's going to go away is it going to stay like this forever and you just have mm. to move all those different disabilities mm. in one way, you know it's terrifying or you may lose feeling i had the feeling same like i lost feeling in my body like literally it like i had dead body like i couldn't feel touch when i went to have a shower i couldn't feel warm like hot cold like it's such a weird feeling like literally like dead body you know mm. it's just i can't even describe this feeling oh my gosh it's just terrifying and so so these things happen to your body and then they repair themselves yeah it's uh usually they come from nowhere so you can just wake up not being able to walk at all not seeing not whatever and usually for me, there are two different kinds. So one kind is uh, I have relapsing, which is, I, I don't want to say that, but it's actually better kind of MS because mm. it comes and hopefully it goes. And there is also the other one, um, sorry, I forgot the name, but it's kind of the other one. It's like, it just gets worse and worse and worse and worse. Okay. It doesn't really get back to normal, doesn't really heal. 
so okay. that works. But yeah, with mine, uh, it's usually so far as I had it after a few weeks and months, it usually got back to normal just out of nowhere. And how are you at the moment? Uh, right now, I'm lucky. I'm lucky. I'm happy. I actually found a drug uh, of Crevus, which is helped me a lot. It's like an infusion every six months. And so just I go to the hospital every six months for the whole day and they give me the drug. It takes almost like seven hours in the hospital, but that's okay. And yeah, since I'm taking this drug, I feel so much better. I can function more or less normally, even though I still have like some issues like uh, balance. My balance is just crazy. Taking into account that sometimes I do modeling. I know. <laughs> it's really bad sometimes. <laughs> like, uh, like, yeah, they, uh, I had that one crazy photo shoot for a like, huge hotel and it was a super professional photo shoot. And the photographer was the most amazing photographer I was ever working with. So obviously you want everything to go well. And then he is like, okay, so put on those high heels and put on that long dress that's like tangling around your legs. Yes, I had a brilliant idea. And then he wanted me to look back, smile and jump. And I'm like, oh my God, with my balance. <laughs> I was so terrified and actually I couldn't, I couldn't, like I was trying to, but like I was failing all the time because he's like smile and like when you're so stressed and scared, yeah. smile. So he actually had to change down different model. Oh my God. <laughs> I felt so ashamed. But actually, when, you know, Actually, the same day when I went to sleep at night, I, you know that sometimes you go to sleep and then you have a dream that you are falling down? Yeah. yeah I actually had the same, like two times I tried to go to sleep and I was like, <gasps> I will have the feeling that I'm actually wearing those heels and like falling down. <laughs> oh. Why, why, why wouldn't you want to tell the photographer? Why wouldn't you just say, look, like, you oh. know, I've got an autoimmune disease or uh, I've got an illness. Because um, what stops you from doing that? Because I felt like every time, like um, when I have a photo shoot, I feel like if they would find out, they wouldn't take me as a model mm. again, you know. And possibly that would be the way that the case. So, yeah, <laughs> it's difficult because, like you said, people don't know, people don't understand. I had so many issues, like like when I couldn't walk, they wouldn't allow me to a bar because they're like, oh, you are too drunk. I'm like, I'm not drunk, I'm disabled. And literally I had like twice a situation that they just like, no. Like, yeah, so. Yeah, and, and I'm so excited for you to be sharing this story because the more people that bring awareness to this and you know, the more people that talk about it and become aware, because this is quite a new subject to me as well, although I kind of knew what it was. I've never really spoken with anybody about it. Yeah. And um, the thing, like I said earlier, the thing that blows my mind is just that you've had this for so long and you've been fighting this like battle for so long by yourself. And now you've kind of like overcome those conflicts with yourself and you're ready to share the story. But um, you, you know this, from your own experience about how it could potentially harm other people's mental health um, and like the inner conflicts, like what does happen with you like internally when you're, 
when you're talking with yourself and when you're trying to make sense of it all? Yeah, it was uh, <laughs> the same when I find out they told me you have multiple sclerosis. I'm like, what? what yeah. <laughs> I'm like, uh, so yeah, I did my research and of course never Google things. <laughs> it was no. not good. It was not good. But my, my GP, who is like the best woman I ever met, and she was very supportive. And so, yes, um, I even like, as you said, like, uh, I joined some MS groups because even my GP, she said like, oh, maybe you can join some groups, supportive group, supportive groups. So I find out that there is a application, amazing application for people with MS. But actually, <laughs> the people there are so depressing. And like, I was there maybe on this application for like two weeks, and then I'm like, no, no, I cannot be there. Because like, people like to feel sorry for themselves. And for me, like, people when they're complaining and they're negative, it's super draining, you know? Like, that's why I don't, I don't really like to talk to people about, oh, I have a mess and dramatizing because I don't want to burden other people with my issues, you know? We all have issues. But it's just, <laughs> you know, I always try to stay positive and, you know, just keep going, right? Yeah. And you really are so positive all the time. I can vouch for you as well. Every time we chat, you're always in such high spirits. Um, you're very proactive and just very, um, you, you, you've taken control, you know, you're, put, you're making sure that you're putting yourself first. You're not holding back and you've got all of these goals and visions for the future. And we've been working on that as well. And all of these amazing um, opportunities that have come up for you and, um, yeah, I think, I think it's amazing. And, and I totally get what you mean as well about the, the people, um, being in a victim mindset. And whilst, um, you know, I, I've got no idea how it feels to have any sort of illness or disease or anything like that, because it's never happened to me, but, yeah. um, you know, there's different ways of looking at things. There's different perspectives that you can take and watching how you have dealt with this and, and how you're approaching this um, situation is for me, it's like, it's admirable. It's, I think you, you just totally taking it. You, you're totally in control. I think it's amazing. And if you're saying that a lot of these support groups, you know, they've got really negative people or people in the victim mindset, then that just screams to me that we need people like you to share your story and, and to help other people. Um, so I'm so excited for you. You're going to help so many people by just talking about this. Yes. <laughs> you will, not even hopefully, you will. Um, so um, is there any other way that you feel like your mental health was impacted in this journey that you've had so far? Uh... To be honest, my mental health was much more impacted before I find out about MS because I was, as I said, in a toxic relationship for years. Yeah. So that definitely destroyed my mental health. And to, as I said, like, like, of course, it's stupid to say I'm thankful I have disability, but if not the fact that I would have it, I wouldn't literally change my life. And now I have amazing life. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, 
I love my life, you know. Of course, it would be better if I wouldn't have MS, but I wouldn't be here if not the fact that I have MS, you know. So, mm -hmm. like, and to be honest, unfortunately, all of us, everyone has something, you know, like if it's cancer, unfortunately, or some other disabilities. We, like me, I was just like you, healthy, happy. The next day you're waking up and it's not that colorful anymore. And can be, of course, I'm not wishing you bad, but it could be you, could be anyone else tomorrow, you mm -hmm. know? Yeah, my whole life, know. I, Yeah, my whole life I was super healthy, like I was quite healthy. I never, I didn't smoke. I didn't, I never took any drugs. I didn't go like, go around with boys. I was like, always just like a normal person, you know? And it just hit me. <laughs> yeah. So like, I feel like everyone has something. It's just some people they find about it sooner or later or never. And like I'm, I was always the person who is like, oh, if I have something, I don't want to know about it. But it's mm. stupid. It's stupid because, thank, thanks to that, like actually I can now I can go to the hospital and they can actually give me the drug which is helping me, as well. You know, yeah. and if I wouldn't know, I would just struggle. Hmm. So definitely it's also very important to actually, like I know so many people who are like, oh, if I have cancer, I don't want to know, which is bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, so like you may have three months of living and then it's just like, you don't even know, you know, <laughs> that's just, yeah. take advantage of life, you know? It can be scary. And I think that we all take our health for granted. We do. Exactly. We, we, take, we take it for granted that we feel healthy, we're healthy. And then, like you said, it came out of nowhere. Exactly. And, and now it's here to stay. Yeah. You, exactly. you, yeah. It's, it's, it's a lifelong condition, right? Yep. Yeah. 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 Okay. So, why are you choosing to share this now? Uh, so, I wanted to share it since a long time ago but you broke you, you broke me <laughs> i'm a pusher you pushed me <laughs> but, um yeah mostly why i wanted and why i want to share it with people is because um my instagram family always thinks that i'm so lucky and to be honest mm. i had everything but luck in my life and everything that i have right now is thanks to like optimism Hard thing? work. Hard work, like seriously. Mm. Love so, that. Um, yeah, so I just want to show them that me and some other people, I'm sure, that are on Instagram, okay, we are showing good mm. things because, like, we don't really want to put on you all the, like, negativity. So, you know, like, you can watch media if you want to just be depressed, you know? Mm -hmm. <laughs> but I just want to show them. I'm not going to depress anyone. I just want to show that, like, behind the scenes, what's happening more or less you know that we all have our struggles and we just have mm -hmm. to be strong and positive and also uh, I hope to find more people with disabilities and chronic uh, diseases and who hopefully will find me or I'll find them and like I hope they will stop depressed being depressed <laughs> and like I hope I will motivate them to just like enjoy their lives and like try to find positive things in the fact mm -hmm. that something happening in their lives you know and just like life is amazing and it's like 
life is so cool you know like you just have to take advantage of every day and like people you meet and experiences and yeah pretty much yeah I love that I think um even yes you know the people who are um do have an MS diagnosis and people who do have chronic illnesses you, you are going to definitely make a difference in that community but I also think on a bigger scale just having something which is a huge life-changing situation you know whether it is health or whether it's something else you're going to inspire those people too because you know it, people can relate to that positivity and the optimism optimism and also I think the thing with Instagram because you've got quite a large following right roughly how many how many Twenty thousand. Yeah. So you've, you've got a really large following. You've got a lot of people who look up to you. Like I said, when I reached out to you, I just saw this really pretty page and it just looked great. And I was like, who is this girl with great energy? I want to work with her. And then it was only when we started to talk and you told me this and it, I was kind of shocked because I was like, well, it just goes to show, doesn't it? That so many people I don't mean this in a in a bad way at all towards you because obviously this is something which you have it's this is huge this is a huge deal but so many people can just post on Instagram and, and make things look a certain way and the more authentic the more real we are the more um the more people we can encourage to sort of be themselves as well and feel more accepted and supported and and just create that inclusivity of you know we all go through shit we're all going to go through shit at some stage and just having that person to look up to exactly it's, it's going to be brilliant and the thing is like like okay so i have different issues you have different issues but like for you your problems are huge that everything you know so mm. for, even though like i know for someone it can be a huge problem because i don't know they bosses <coughs> pissing them off like fair enough like for me it's like like yeah I have bigger issues but to be honest yeah. for their song that's that's the biggest that's problem. their biggest yeah that's that's also fair okay. and also yeah. I want to influence actually people as well like if you are unhappy just move on find different life I know it's difficult I was in a relationship for eight years and I was unhappy also yeah and people were telling me no you have to stay with him you're not going yeah. to find anyone and, and then what happened? I was just about to get to this. And what happened when you moved to Bali? Yes, when I went to, ba to Bali, um, of course, after eight years of a relationship, I wasn't looking for anyone. I was just trying to focus on myself. But then... <laughs> but, then da, da, da. but then I met a beautiful American boy. <laughs> <laughs> straight away, we just had it in like straight away pretty much since we met we were like inseparable and he was so supportive from the very beginning even though i was stressing so much to tell him hey yeah i know you like me but i have a disability that's not something you want to tell to anyone even like you know when you're dating them <laughs> and yeah he was like straight away and he's like yeah and and what like doesn't change anything uh, like how i feel about you and i'm like oh 
he's a keeper. <laughs> yeah, you didn't, you weren't, you weren't expecting that response from him, right? No, so right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Then I was so scared to even tell his parents, and Nikki helped me a lot. <laughs> <laughs> we had that long conversation with Nikki, me dramatizing and crying, <laughs> saying like, I tell his parents that the only people I care about, and like I don't want them to just stop liking me or whatever. Oh my gosh, oh my drama. <laughs> yeah, that that conversation. I really wish it was recorded. Um, you, cause we was talking about obstacles when we was talking about, okay, what's stopping you from sharing this with the world? Yeah. One of the, the main things that you were bothered about was Andrew's parents reactions, right? And their opinions. And he was like, I just, what happens if this, what happens if they think this or what happens if they think this or what happens if they tell him to leave me? And like all of this, you and Andrew are now married. Yeah. Just for the viewers, they're married. <laughs> and... <laughs> Um, and you, you were so scared about telling them. So, um, what, you've been with them two years? Over two years. Yeah. 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 And, um, so we, we did this huge session where we moved past all of the blocks and we planned the conversation and how we was going to approach Andrew, Andrew, that we was going to tell his parents. And then what happened? What happened? <laughs> then I was stressing for a week, and I yeah. <laughs> I told told Andrew, Andrew, we had to we have to sit down and talk about something super important for me. And he's like, yeah, okay, let's talk about it. I'm like, okay, like you have to take it seriously. I'm really scared of telling that I have MS to your parents, but I feel like it's only fair if I tell them because sooner or later they will find out. It's not something that comes and goes. And he's like, just tell them, they will be fine. They're really chill, they will be fine. I'm like, Andrew, you don't understand. It's really difficult for me to tell them. And he's like, yeah, what would you say if I told you that they already know? And I'm like, what do you mean? <laughs> and so it turned out that actually he told his mom, not his father, his mom, long time ago, like pretty much when I told him, he told his mom. <laughs> But she was so amazing and supportive. She didn't even once made me feel bad or like worse or anything, to be honest. Yeah. And the fact that she, she told me that she didn't tell uh, her husband, so his father. So she was like, just went, either way, I, when Andrew told me, of course, I was like, yeah, I'll be like super happy. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> so he was like afraid to tell me because that was my thing to tell them. But yeah but you were happy yeah yeah and then like I still called his mom and I was like I told her that I know that she knows <laughs> <laughs> oh, do you know what I we yeah. I still have that voice note that you sent me and you was like because I think you was like okay I'm gonna tell him tonight and then the next day okay no I'm gonna tell him tonight and then that went on for a few days and then the voice note was like okay so they actually already know <laughs> but you you and her have a really good relationship right and and this this is as well like sort of um it goes really well with what we was talking about earlier with the mindset and the internal conflicts that we have and we you know we create these stories that we believe so much to be true so the story that you really believe to be true was that 
when I tell that when I tell them this this is going to change everything you need to write a book oh yeah <laughs> Well, actually, yeah. I actually started when I was in Bali. Actually, I started to write a book. Yeah, we need to get it published. But then I met Andrew. <laughs> and I, got- <laughs> I think if there's anything that I can learn from this story, right, it doesn't matter where you've come from. So, in in your if if anybody else is in your shoes, or a lot of people could be in your shoes, you know just out of a relationship, two years of really, really toxic, negative energy and emotions and, um, and you know, moving different countries with no money, leaving your ex-partner with everything, starting from scratch. You know, you've just got this diagnosis. You've, you've literally had the rug ripped on, from underneath you. Start brand new in Bali. You didn't have a lot of money. You just had a, one suitcase, right? One bag. And fast forward to here we are yeah now I have you're married you you're married you you're so happy you look amazing Thank you've you. got a really thriving business um Thank you. you can even you even just I just love speaking to you because your energy is just so oh. positive all the time yeah, the and that it's just two totally different scenarios yeah isn't but- it but I do feel like I'm 50 or 60 years old, to be honest. Sometimes I feel so tired. When I think about everything, I'm like, oh my God, I feel so old and so tired. <laughs> like, but I'm happy. Uh, I'm lucky I'm living on like uh, on the Gold Coast. So yeah, very slow. Beach and be like, hey. Yeah, at least you don't live in London anymore. I know, don't tell me. <laughs> Um, yeah, I, I just think it's absolutely brilliant. Um, so, okay. What can we expect from you coming up? What's going to, what, what's going to happen from here? Okay. So yeah, I'm planning to post more frequently about not just MS, but like keep motivating people to just, just do it. (laughs) Whatever happens to your life, if it's difficult, like if you are in toxic relationship, trust me i know how difficult it is like to just let go you know but it's worth it trust me like for me also what helped was that quote like there was a quote i saw somewhere and i wrote it down on a paper and i a quote quote yeah and i put it down next to my computer every time i was working I, i looked at that quote and it was yeah only one decision away from totally different life and I was like every time like every time my with my ex we're just fighting every day but like every every night we're fighting in the morning he would say I'm sorry and like he would change no No, one day I was like I just I just fucking have to do it (laughs) just have to do it yeah and yeah so it's not easy so i just i want to i want to hopefully motivate if even i can motivate one person to leave from toxic relationship or toxic work workplace or just change their lives for better more happy then i will be happy <laughs> mm, amazing and then i've got no doubt at all that that's what you're gonna do thank you <laughs> so yeah hopefully i can start posting more frequently about my experiences but mm-hmm. still i want i don't want to burden anyone with like medical stuff and like uh, of 
of exposing people to like all the negativity so I just want to keep everything with like positive happy now yeah. and just keep people aware that we are all going through something just we have to stay strong because we to be honest we we are the only ones that we can count on at the end because when I was diagnosed I was here on my own on the Gold Coast so like I left my ex I didn't have anyone you know like it's not like I could go to someone like the only friend I thought I can count on she wasn't there for me and yeah I didn't have anyone so I was on my own so that's what I'm saying like you can only count on you at the end you know mm -hmm. and if you are lucky of course on your family and stuff but that's just yeah. the gratis, <laughs> gratis mm -hmm. thing. yeah of course so I think um, with your with you sharing this, I'm just going to add a little bit onto that as well in terms of what's coming up for you. And I know from just speaking with you and from the plans that we've been working on together, um, you, you want to focus on, first of all, providing that community of people who are going through, whether it's MS or probably, well, obviously focus on MS, you'll just naturally attract that um, anybody who is also going through that. But just providing that community that's where, where you're supported and it's positive, it's proactive, you know, and, and um, you don't feel so isolated. And also um, just being authentic, making sure that people know, you know, who you are, what you represent and not hiding, hiding back any pieces of you and just being able to be like, yeah, this is me. Um, you know, I have this diagnosis. It's not part of me. It's not it's not all of me, it's just something that I'm experiencing and I want to just authentically share that with everybody else. To be honest, I even feel like it's part of me. Yes, it's it's me, mm. you know, it's, yeah. it's here, it's happening here. Yeah. <laughs> Final cult, it's, it's all over me. But yeah, as you said, yeah, it's, it's yeah. Like, yeah I don't want to just focus on MS and it's like, oh my gosh, MS, but mm. just in general. Yeah. Just motivating all kinds of people to just like, just do it. Just do it. Just do it. Be happy. Love that. <laughs> exactly. Well, and hopefully we. I can rebuild my website. That's actually what I was talking about with you, Nikki. Yeah. And yeah. I hope to do. Like my dream is to connect people and yeah, hopefully do some events soon. Like not just uh, virtual, but maybe hopefully when the pandemic is a bit more <laughs> settled. <laughs> And do like in person like events and stuff yeah i think and also i'm going to offer different programs like nikki's amazing yeah that she's working on that's super exciting <laughs> thanks <laughs> yeah so in general yeah yeah if we can help i guess you have the same kind of um motivation right that's the same totally yeah there's lots of exciting things that we potentially could do for the future which is um, yeah, so excited, and I'm so excited to share, show you the course and the product and everything that we've that we're working on. So, um, really exciting times with both. I was going to say one thing. Um, what was I going to say? I think it slipped my mind. Where can people find you? What's your Instagram? Uh, so right now, uh, Natalia Ankara. Um, mm. Yeah, and I'm kind of I. <laughs> On my YouTube channel, hopefully soon. I, I started yeah. my YouTube channel, but I didn't feel. I was just talking about like more marketing because of course I'm a 
I'm focusing on marketing, photography and modeling. That's my job. That's what gives me money. And so I was talking more about like marketing side, but I didn't feel natural. I didn't feel like um, I'm open. So now actually that um, I, I was able to open to everyone. I want to like um, rebuild my YouTube channel as well and start mm. talking about uh, different things. And hopefully mm. we have some interviews as well with other inspiring people. Yes, <laughs> so exciting. Yeah, so, so exciting. Just, yeah, Natalia Ancora in general, yeah, Instagram. Yeah. Natalia and then Ancora is spelled A-N-C-O-R-A, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Just like stay tuned over there and I guess I will... Stay tuned. Yeah, stay tuned. <laughs> um, thank you so much. Um, just also, that's what I was going to say at the time that we are recording this so when we are recording this right now natalie has not told instagram that this is happening so we've recorded this oh and nobody else knows which i just love is i feel like we're even a little secret <laughs> um so thank you so much for listening guys um make sure you go check natalia um out on instagram and keep up to date with everything that she's doing and sh please 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 share this um with your friends and family if you feel like it will be helpful um and leave us a review if you loved it thank you any last words natalia thank you so much and all the best <laughs> stay positive guys stay <laughs> <the> positive <laughs> <laughs> bye take care bye Thank you so much for joining us on our Are You Okay campaign and I really hope this conversation helps you realise that nothing is out of your reach. If you feel like you are struggling right now, please reach out to a friend, family member or medical professional to seek help. I promise there are so many people waiting for your phone call. If this was helpful, please reshare on your socials and tag at Mindhouse School and don't forget to leave us a review.